Hello and welcome everyone. We are live. Cardinal Cast. I'm not by myself. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, I'm finally here. You're so, finally yeah. here. I was actually pretty happy you were gone today at lunch because I got to do my ultimate favorite job. I know. My job. It's the best job. No, 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 no. Like I don't want to be the administrator job. <laughs> it is the school lunch line is my favorite job. True story on that. So what we're talking about is at lunchtime, someone has to run the, the counter, the, the computer part as students come through. I also got to give cinnamon rolls today, yeah. which makes you very liked in yeah. the student body population. Absolutely. Yes. Sometimes it's the cookies you get to have. You <laughs> yes. get to have the tongs and the gloves and all those things. Um, when I became a principal, it was we had these former teachers that did it every year, year after year. It was the same two. Yeah, it was uh, Daryl German and, and Kurt Holmquist. Every year ran it forever. And so it just so happened one of them retired um, my first year in. And so I asked, you know, hey, I'll, we'll buy lunches for any teacher that wants to do that. And nobody would do it. And I just remember just dragging my feet going, I can't believe I can't get anyone. You know, it's my first year and nobody will volunteer for this job. And I'm just like, fine, I'll do it. I'll, I'll just <laughs> do it. You know, and I was kind of had this nagging. And it's the best, it's the best part job. of my day. You get to see every student yep. as they come through. You have something to do. You have a task. You get, you know, like occasionally you get to hand them the cookies, you know, and do that. So um, it ends up becoming, we joke about it because I you fight love, over it. Yeah, oh, you I love, love filling it. in for well, it. Well, so does Mrs. Barry. And so yeah. Mrs. Barry often, yeah. Mrs. Barry and I often fight over the job. And she's pretty athletic and pretty fast. So she tends to beat me to the job. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, you know, it hurts my feelings. So yeah. uh, today was perfect, though. You had a meeting downstairs. I did. And I, a cinnamon roll duty was my favorite job. Favorite did, job in yeah. the world. I but missed I am, it all. I am also glad you're here on the podcast today. Um, I'm calling this the variety show. The variety show. It's a variety show. Okay. You're going to sing a song. Okay. I'm going to, no, I'm not going to do anything <laughs> that has to do with musical. Um, I I want to talk about a variety of topics, but nothing very heavy. The heaviest topic I want to talk about today is snow days. Oh, snow days. That's my favorite topic. <laughs> you know, I'm glad we get a chance to talk about snow days a little bit because this is an area that a lot of administrators kind of get in trouble for. And, and by in trouble, I mean... You take a lot of heat through mm -hmm. phone calls and social media. Um, it just comes with it. And we always, you know, talk about you get as many. If you call a snow day, you get as many, you know, good job. That was a good call as you do. That was a terrible call. You Absolutely. know, it's always 50-50. Um, but the thing I like about our student body and, and specifically shout out to Cooper Wild and Trevor Berry, they consistently give me a hard time on social media, which I don't use a lot with any of my personal social media account, which is Twitter. Um, but y yesterday was an example. So we got snow in the forecast. It's flurrying. And I'm, you know, doing my thing. We're out in the commons during break. And I've got Cooper and Trevor going, have you checked your Twitter? Have you checked your Twitter? You know, they want to have fun. And I love having fun with them. And, and so for those of you that follow us on social media, we're not taking anyone very seriously. We're, That's you know, it. it's, it's, they're jabs back and forth. And I think our student body really enjoys it because, um, the snow days, and it varies so much um, district to district as far as why you would call off school for a day. We don't bus, and obviously safety, the, the travel is the issue, um, how deep the roads are, and the, you know drifting and wind, and there's so many things come into play. And I don't get to make the call. I always pretend like I do, but I don't always, you know, occasionally when the, when the superintendent's gone, then I'll get the call um, that I can make. But I like 
the students to think that I'm the one that makes those calls so that we could just harass each other and have fun. My favorite part about if you watch on Twitter, harassing and have fun, and you know like other administrators eat it up too, because mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're getting comments, or like all of a sudden Cooper <laughs> and Trevor are getting comments by people we know across the state yep. that are administrators and yep. superintendents and principals, but those kids have no idea that their tweets are getting attention right. <laughs> from other educators. Last that night, yeah. So Bridgeport was one. Their administrators calling me out online too because yep. they went with a two-hour late start well they saw our banter between me and the students yesterday and so they're chiming in just to stir the pot oh, some more it. and i absolutely love it it's a lot of fun and um w while we're on that topic for any parents out there that um don't agree with our snow day calls hopefully you know or you learn over time that you're the ultimate decision mm -hmm. on whether your child comes to school or not and if you don't agree with our call, mm -hmm. that's fine. If you live in the country, call us. Let us know whether your your child is going to be on their way or going to be coming to school or not. Um, but we always you support bet. parents in making those decisions. We're just talking about attendance as the attendance center if school's going to be open. Um, we do expect you know our, our students in town to to come in if we're open. Um, but it's it's not uncommon that we end up excusing um, our rural students who have to travel because. I don't know what the drifting is like where they live. I live out of town. I you live bet. out in the country, and I get some drifting. Uh, but it varies, you know, north of town, south of town, et cetera. So, uh, parents, if you ever disagree with our call, you you make the ultimate call for the safety of your students, and we will support that. And we always have. Uh, but a lot of times we just like to do it, like, with, through a phone call. Like, you give us a call in the morning, and then we can let you know, hey, you know, we, you know, we want to support you in your decisions. You're... Um, that's what it's about. And, and the other thing with the snow calls is like it, <clears throat> sometimes the city, mm -hmm. the city appreciates it. If we call off snow, you know, school, if they need to be moving, um, snow off the streets during the day. So it just keeps a lot of traffic off the streets and in the, especially sixth street out front here. So uh, there's just different ways to support each other, you know, with the different entities in town. And um, the college is another example. We like to go together. Yeah. And again, it has to do with traffic and what the city then can do with, with clearing streets. So sometimes it's what the snow's doing at the time. And sometimes it's the snow's already happened and it's about cleaning and maintenance. Sometimes it's about can we get our parking lot open in time? You know, because our mm -hmm. students are going to drive high school cars, which are, have bald tires and aren't big jacked up four-wheel drive outfits um and so it's just about you know what we're if we Absolutely. can kind of clean things up so you, yeah you, snow day fun love you, it you can't win here because i'm still gonna monday morning quarterback you whatever <laughs> decision dr winchester you make we i'm still gonna I'm, a, I'm gonna chirp either yep. way yep. actually i have to get after the seniors because they're the ones always chirping at you and dr winchester to shut down school and i'm like you little twerps i gotta make all those days up yep. and the seniors are like <laughs> See you, Mrs. Watson. Yep. Bye. We're out. And I'm like, you guys, I work a month longer than even the teacher. And the teachers come to me. Oh, I hope we have a snow day. I'm like, you be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I work into we, June. I come back in July. Yep. You give me my summer. Yep. So on Monday morning, quarterback. Yeah. No we, worries. We build a couple days in the calendar. And this is the first school district I've worked with that does that. And so if we don't use snow days, we get out two days yeah. earlier than what the calendar shows. Um, it's when you use up those two and go beyond. Uh, it's a superintendent decision based on instructional hours and different mm -hmm. things. But yeah. it's a lot of fun. I told one of the seniors yesterday, I was like, man, I'm going to miss you. 
next year because you're going to graduate. And we're not going to have this banter on social media. And he goes, I'm going to go to college across the street. I'm going to still I'll give still you a hard it. time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, someone, perfect. Someone always picks it up. It's kind of like the student section. Like we yeah. lose our leader and somebody always fills that role. So yeah. be excited to see who it is. Exactly. Um, you know what else I'm excited for? I'm highlighting new classes in oh. my in my five bullet Fridays. I, I saw your, the last the class that I think that's listed right now is vet science. Vet science was the last one. The week before, um, was the history, history through film, and I didn't. I looked at the syllabus really closely, and I didn't see the Patriot on there because I wanted to do a big banner of Mel Gibson, and that was my hope right there. Well, and I told you, of course, we have the history teacher of the year with, right? with Mr. Sandstrom, and he's going to teach this class, is my understanding. Yes. So I told him that I was a little disappointed, and I have not seen the the syllabus fully. I said I'm kind of disappointed that you know Will Smith and Independence Day they, say, they he saved Earth could have changed history. You, you would think that should make a history class, you know that. <laughs> Freaking love that movie, by the way. So how, how uh, me too? That's why I mentioned. But how are we judging which which movies are important for history because. Will Smith saved the earth. He didn't think that it was near as funny as you did. He chuckled <laughs> no. a little bit. Um, but yeah. That should so be fun. I, I did uh, pick a picture of Jude Law for the banner because Cold Mountain is also one of my favorite movies. And I saw that in the <laughs> syllabus. So um, I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah. I highlighted vet science. We have a ton of ag kids who are interested in vet tech. I okay. think I'm sending like three kids to vet tech school this year. Mm-hmm. Um and another one coming down the pipe that wants to go to veterinary school. So vet science is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. That's one of those classes, Jerry, that rotates every other year. So it's not necessarily new. It's a new structure kind of format mm-hmm. for us. But you have to be, it's like college. So when you go to college, they have these class rotations. And some of your upper level classes, you can only take every other year. So you have to plan ahead. Plan ahead. And don't be the senior that's panicking because you can't mm-hmm. get that class in. In high school, obviously, it's not a required class. It's elective. But... Um, I think that class is really fun. And companion animals is that that's the market right now. The companies mm-hmm. that are in the in you know in that field, whether it's from the the science part, you know the 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 pet care, the grooming businesses. You know we have playful pastures out here that's just doing phenomenal stuff with Terry Lemon and what she's doing. I heard she picks dogs up at their house. <clears throat> she drives around in that's the morning. I, I see her when I come to town. I so love Terry, that. yeah, she's got her van and she's picking up, and it's like. We got a couple staff that she picks up their dogs and awesome. yeah, they say that like their dogs like now know the calendar, like yeah. they know which day is Tuesday <laughs> is play day at Terry's. Ooh, I can't yeah. wait. So I, I think that's just such a growing field. I mean, you know, people will spend money on their pets. Oh, absolutely. You know, for pet care yeah. and and it's embarrassing how much I even spend on dog food. You mm-hmm. know, you you can't just get the you know the cheap stuff anymore. You got to get the grain free and all this. It's absolutely. very expensive. So. Um, and the other thing about the the vet tech field with this vet science class is it seems like that's a field that has these step-offs now. Like, you don't have to just say, I'm going to be a veterinarian right. and go to all this graduate right. school. You can step off at, at, at a tech. You can mm-hmm. step off at, you know, I don't know, all the different titles in there as, as far as how you work with animals and at what levels. So yep. I think it gives you some step-offs. Absolutely. An assistant, where, yeah. a tech, kind of like in the and health professions. Yeah, field, like I was going to say like nursing. PT. You can, you know, yeah. CNA, I can start here yeah. and I can work LPNs, R, et cetera. So there's these steps that you can kind of judge whether you want to go all the way then with the school or not. So I'm glad we get to offer these classes and experiences to to students. I love when I throw these ideas of new classes out. And Mm -hmm. um, so my my newsletter, I think, probably only gets opened by maybe like 10 to – 15 to 20 percent of the population right. I send it out to and students uh, they don't open it as much that's why we podcast right because we try to get it out in all these different media One forms more way yeah and so um heatherberry 
took that chunk from my newsletter and put it in Upward Bound. And then I was getting some Upward Bound kids emailing me too about, mm. hey, I really want to take that class next year. So I'm excited. I like to get kids excited about stuff. Um, the class I will highlight next week. So a teaser on the newsletter next week is Motion and Sound Studio. Oh, we're excited for this. Mr. Hensey class. Let's <clears throat> go. I love it. This, this is an example that our staff is just fearless mm -hmm. and this wasn't me asking somebody to bring in a new class or you saying, hey, we need mm -hmm. to do this. This is a teacher saying, hey, I'd really like to try something. I don't know how this is going to work. Yep. I want to try something. And, and our job is to support. Um, and so we're going to support, yeah, like stop motion animation yep. and there'll be sound. And so we're kind of excited to use, you know, we have some equipment now with that, you know, that we use for this podcast and with mm -hmm. video and audio. And we're trying to figure out how, how we can get students to have an experience with the the mixing, the production pieces behind audio and video. So super excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for that class. It will be fun. And I'm uh, just going to highlight again, scheduling process. I have an official date for the start. That's what the kids want. When do we get a schedule for next year? I was just going to ask that. So we have all these new classes. When Are they scheduling When do yet? they start? So February 10th, I'm starting with juniors. Okay. So all juniors in English 3 are coming with me for the day, February 10th. And we're going to – and just a reminder, and I went over, if you want to, like, hear in depth about scheduling, obviously it's on my brain because I keep talking about mm -hmm. it. But uh, last week's episode, Jerry was gone, and I just did about 25 to 30 minutes on, like, what the process looks like. And then I went off, like, on a couple ranting tangents <laughs> about good, good rants, though, just about um, – taking hard classes or mixing it up with good electives and trades versus four-year college. So I talked about all that, but um, it starts with just getting requests. Once we get what the students think they want to take, and I say think because it changes a mm -hmm. little bit, um, I send it home to be signed. It's not a mandatory signature because these aren't their official schedules yet, but if they bring it back, that's how I get them in for their one-on-one -on -one meetings first. Okay. So like the we'll start with the juniors next week. We'll take their requests. We'll send home the the parent signature sheet. The first kids to bring those back are the first kids when I'm done with all the requests that get their one-on-one -on -one meetings to actually build the schedule. Okay. Um, and that's where we kind of design their four-year plan. Maybe if they're interested in something like vet tech, what classes pair well with that? Um, maybe if they're in interested in being a teacher, what classes pair well with that? And then we get into dual credit college class talk. It's complicated. There's every a lot year. of- Every year. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of steps to it. So right now we're just, um, gathering information. Our teachers are really invested this year in what our master schedule will look like next year, mm -hmm. which I am stoked about. They've got some ideas for some possible changes, but we just don't know if we need it until we know what classes mm -hmm. the kids want to take. Right. Um, and just personally, just to kind of share this, as far as you try to offer such a broad mm -hmm. array of classes and you leave it to the teachers. Like we talked about Mr. Hensey creating a new class, mm -hmm. Mr. Sandstrom creating a new class of the history through film. Something's got to give in their schedule for them to offer these. And so it's, it's, it's kind of a shell game with teachers. And, um, but the computer field is one that I think we're, mm -hmm. we're, we've been thin on for a number of years in business offerings. And so we're still, playing shell games with, with, with our staff, because every time we try something new, we don't, we can't add new staff, mm -hmm. um, just, you know, financially speaking for, with, for our district. Um, but it becomes this little, how can we offer new things? What, what can, where can we bunch students up into fewer sections so that we can slip in the one new? And, um, there's a lot of that discussion more going on this year that I've heard in yeah. several years. I just had another meeting last week with fine arts 
in fine arts, which we expanded. We tripled our offerings three years ago or mm-hmm. so, four years ago, whatever it was. And you know, they would like to offer more too. And, and so it's just this, I, I love that our teachers are always trying to figure out how to squeeze the most they can out of out of their talents and out of the day and out of the schedule. So, um, but this year I kind of, I'm expecting some proposals on even our bell schedule, mm-hmm. you know, as, how we're going to do some different modifications. So we're just, we're just open. To, we're just open. Yeah, we're, I feel, yeah, yeah. we'll wait and see what, yep. what comes up and what works and how we can offer the most for students, what works best for them. And, exactly. And once we get data of what kids want to take, it helps drive mm-hmm. our schedule. You know, I, and I just want everyone to know that not all schools do scheduling this way. Not all schools will be what I call responsive scheduling, where mm-hmm. we respond to what our kids want, opposed year to, to year. Yeah. yeah, a lot of schools yeah. our size, um, they dictate the schedule. These are the yeah. classes, these are the times, and you fit it or you don't. And we actually, we do it opposite, where we get the requests, and I'm super passionate about that mm-hmm. way. We get the requests first know what the kids want and what mm-hmm. they need for their certain careers, for certain college prep, whatever it is they're um, trending towards. And, and then we try to make that happen to our best of our abilities. So so when we schedule, and what you're saying is like students will be picking classes that we don't know whether they will make. Exactly. And so yep. then that becomes a decision that ultimately I, I make mm-hmm. as far as, you know, we had seven students sign up for this class. Well, I don't know if that's the best use of staff, but right. sometimes you run into these specialty classes that, you know, right now accounting has just been a struggle where we're trying to offer it every mm-hmm. other year, or every third year. And, and at some point, in order for our students to have the experiences um, before they transition out of high school, and they're going to go into a business field, for example, um, we might have to have a class of just nine students right? Um, just for that some some specialty thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what that typically means is then your your other classes are going to be quite a bit larger, you yep. know, for for that teacher in the in their field. So, anyways, it's it's yeah, it's interesting. And the other thing with our school, and I, and I, this is just me thinking. I've never even mm-hmm. talked to you out loud about this. Was um, how long we can continue to go scheduling with this one on one that you do? Because mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be surprised how many s- schools our size. Yep where every student sits down with the school counselor and just talks right. schedule career what's your 10 year plan what classes could you take here what mm-hmm. and then the experimental stuff like you know where would you like to explore Absolutely. you know in your schedule so which is important too yeah. you know but that takes a lot of time it does. and yep. i know that and i see that but it it takes a lot of time for a school counselor to sit one on one and and just trying to create that balance of the effectiveness of it. Absolutely. Oh, it's all good conversations yep. to have. And my goal with sending that parent sheet home to get signed is just not that I honestly, the parent signature is, it's just a way for me to like yeah. tactfully and as fair as possible, put them in order of, yeah. it, otherwise I'd just be pulling them alphabetically probably. Right. And right. then the Watsons of the world always have to go last. <laughs> so it's just a way for me to get an order. But what it really is, is a chance for me to send those classes home to have the extra conversation yep. too. Cause you know, they're going to get the conver- conversation one-on-one with me. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, we're all speaking the same language of, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, just making sure we're prepared for and trying new things mm-hmm. and trades are, are just booming right now. And mm-hmm. four year needs a certain amount of prep, but having those conversations go home is big for me. Right. Uh, but yeah, I love it. It is, it's exciting. It's time consuming. It is, um, really fun to have some new classes to highlight. Now, and sometimes parents come in. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they totally welcome. hundred yeah. percent. So they'll sit in to do the scheduling process mm-hmm. as well. Just 
give a holler, you know, because mm-hmm. the student will get a time, so they're going to know. And so, yeah. yeah, so the parents can come in as well and, and hear what's being said in your you office. Bet. Because sometimes, truthfully, I, I think sometimes we're hearing some things from students and what they want. I don't know if that's the same message being told at home. So, yeah. My, my daughter's in preschool and already she's like, I didn't, what did you learn today? Nothing. Nothing. It's like everything. Yeah. You, you wrote your name for the first time yesterday. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, we have really good conversations. Kids get excited mm-hmm. to come in. So that is exciting for me. Um, it's a big elephant, one bite at a time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So and we're it, on requests only starting with Juniors Monday. And February 10th? Yes, which is Monday, right? February 10th. Uh, I don't even know what date it is. Oh, that'd be true. It's a variety yeah. show. We're in February we already. We will next sing a song <laughs> about, about the day well, and month. The other thing that drives scheduling is another variety topic I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is teacher availability. I knew you were going to talk about that. Well, I I'm going to use this. I should, I, maybe I'll throw it in the beginning in the title if someone sees this. Like, we have openings, teacher vacancies. <laughs> Everywhere. Um, Nebraska does. I don't, think, I don't think the public understands what's changed in the last 10 years, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 years ago, I'd have an opening for a math position, and we would get... Um, probably a dozen applications. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I remember a PE opening um, once. I think we had 19 applications. Um, there is a legitimate shortage uh, nationwide, but I have a document in front of me from the Depra- uh, D- Department of Education just here in Nebraska mm-hmm. of this teacher shortage. And so um, right now we have an opening for high school math and high school English. And those are two areas of. Hard. of yep just the panhandle fights yeah. over what three teachers are out there. Science is the other area, yeah. and we don't have an opening in science, but you know, a couple of years ago we had a science opening, and there was, this is true, Scotts Bluff, Sydney, and Shadron were fighting over the one mm-hmm. high-quality science applicant that was out there that everyone knew of. It's and, hard. Yeah, and so it's, it's very hard. It isn't like, you know... I don't get to control them like I can offer signing bonuses, you know, to lure them in. What lures um, people into applying for us is the quality of education. It's true story. Is, is what they That's say. That's what they all say when they come. Because yep. it's not the pay. No. You know, our pay isn't any better than, you know, a, other schools our size. In fact, it's probably a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, some unique challenges with our school district with property taxes and the way mm-hmm. it's funded. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a, it's a legitimate concern. And so right now, according to, um, the, the 2019 and 20, this school year data from the department of education, special education, all of the career education areas are the second highest shortage. And that would be your like ag educators. See, I think that's kind of crazy because, okay. And I'm just interjecting here. Go. Um, when I was in college, I remember switching my degree to a math degree just because at that time there were so many math. We, they could the not were. fill yep. math openings, but like the career and technical sides were pretty well filled. Mm-hmm. Like if you were going to teach ag or teach business, you were going to have a hard time finding a job. It is not the case anymore. I mean, we need ag teachers. We need business. And not mm-hmm. just for, I'm not talking about our community. I'm the state of Nebraska mm-hmm. is just, they're trying to pump scholarship money into those yeah fields because we just can't fill them. Well, FFA is a growing mm-hmm. organization and FBLA is as well, but FFA is, they've introduced more chapters last year mm-hmm. uh, in the state that didn't exist before. Um, but ag educators, which you have to be um, certified mm-hmm. in, 
is a shortage. And yep. so school districts are just fighting over trying to figure out how to get an ag educator in because you can't offer an, an ag program with FFA yep. without it. And I would say out of all the scholarships that come across my desk, and I've never told you this either, we've never talked about mm-hmm. it, I, I bet I have the most money to give for Nebraska schools to education majors. I bet I have more scholarships that go to either, I'm going to say education ma- majors or mm-hmm. career in tech ed, tech school um, yeah. type, ag, those base. Um but there's a lot that don't get used. Like right. CSC every year gives us a cooperating school scholarship that's uh-huh. supposed to go to an education major. And some years we just can't give it yeah, because we just don't, we don't have them come in. Mm-hmm. Why is that you suppose? I've, What's causing the shortage? Oh gosh. Is that a, is that a topic for a different day? That might be, <laughs> that, that might be because I, and truthfully, I've, I've got a report in front of me and I haven't read, it's the data of the shortage mm-hmm. and it's not into the reasoning uh, why it exists. Um, I know there's a variety of reasons um, that do come up. And one one I can tell you that, that we experience is the accountability side mm-hmm. of public education, which just didn't feel like existed much 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but test scores and having making sure that everything you do every day is connected to state standards because they're going to be tested on the ACT, et cetera, et cetera. There's more pressure on an English teacher, math, and mm-hmm. science right now than any other area because of the accountability. I mean, your test scores get released to your public, and I'm all for accountability. I believe that schools should be accountable to their public, but it puts so much more pressure on those fields that um, right now uh, science is the number four, um, or excuse me, let me back that up. Language arts, which would be English, is the third um, most subject in need with the shortage has the most shortage, in other words, um, followed by science, followed by math. Those three are back-to-back-to-back to back to back in the in the top five of the areas or the subjects in the state that the shortage exists. And they break it down by the western part of the U.S., central part, and they talk about metro and the eastern part as well. So in our western halves and statewide, just this true shortage of teachers and and you know our quality kind of lures some people into applying. They want to be in. We have... A great partner across the street mm-hmm. with uh, Shatner State College, so it's handy for especially those teachers that are still taking courses, yeah. um, working on advanced degrees, or um, so that that's appealing. But we cold call. I mean, we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're trying to contact people out there that don't even know they're looking for a job. Going, Absolutely. hey, <laughs> we have an opening here. Would you, you know? And Shatner's a great community to sell. Mm-hmm. It sells itself with bringing in families and mm-hmm. and the support, but. It's it's a it's a concern and and like and like I said right now it's it's a math position and an English position full time at the high school, and granted the English opening just showed up about a week ago. We have this many applicants, and the last time, I think this is true. I think the last time mm-hmm. we had three, we left the job open until July, before we filled and we had and it had three applicants and that was probably seven years ago. So it just makes me nervous about, you know, getting getting applications um, and for people going in this field. And and there's a part of me, it's like if, you know, like you right now, let's say Reese is, you know, in high school, mm-hmm. you know, would you promote education? Would you promote that field to your, your, to your child? I would 100%, okay. but that's not always the case. I, I tend to find more educator parents that don't promote it yeah. to their kids than do. Um, I love it. I think it's super health, healthy. I always say if I wasn't if I wasn't a school counselor and teacher, I'd probably be a nurse because I think they're <laughs> very service. yeah, mm-hmm. they're service. It's good for me. I'm yeah. on my feet. I'm doing something different every day. But it fits my personality well. But 
I mean, just like any of those service jobs, is they're not easy, and mm-hmm. um, you're not going to mm-hmm. get rich. So, right. um, but you get some I time would. off in the summer. I mean, yeah. that's truly well, a benefit. We understand absolutely. that. Um, so both of my children are in education. Mm-hmm. They they did go. It wasn't me pushing by any means. Um, it's just I think it's sometimes it's what you're familiar with, what you see, you know, and your parents me are too. in it, yep. and you know, and those kind of things. But. Um, but that's my point is it, it fits a, just a, there's just a huge demand for providing for our youth in our society. And mm-hmm. we get to do that in our local communities by being in this field Absolutely. and having an influence. And there's many days that the accountability side, the test scores and all these other, these other meetings and meetings and meetings and meetings. And that's why I wasn't on this podcast for a couple of weeks. It was because of uh, attending mm-hmm. those meetings. That part burns me out too at times, but for me, it always comes back to center with this job is just too important that mm-hmm. I c- there's no way I could walk away from it. I can't hand it over, no. you know, and walk away. It's just I just really do believe that in education, we, we get, have a huge opportunity to provide mm-hmm. positive adult influences to youth in our community. Um, and that's what I want to be accountable for, mm-hmm. you know. But unfortunately, it just feels like this focus is on, you know, some science standard or whatever. And I don't... I hope I'm not dogging the the, the testing oh, you're too totally, much. Totally, the variety show has gone. Yeah, <laughs> South. variety of testing versus just you know being positive influences and serving and taking care of students. You know, and we we deal with we if we could could tell story after story after story of, of students and families we've been able to really mm-hmm. help, Absolutely. really assist, and it had nothing to do with a test score. No, and so that's the part that excites me about the field, and I think as a teacher. Um, you do get a, uh, you have a huge impact. And, um, and then coaching is the other thing. I think some people like to go into coaching and that's where a shortage is, is right now is the coaching and the, the officiating as well. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear us vent about that, you can just <laughs> scroll back a few yeah. months. Yeah. Um, so I didn't tell you this story either, but it fits in. I've noticed in my role as school counselor and this year for the first year, it really hit me hard is that there are a lot of hoops to jump to become a teacher. And I have for years been trying to get certain students like to go into not not force them, Mm -hmm. but just interested in education, especially our minority students. And um, this kind of goes with scheduling, too. If you might qualify for free and reduced lunch, please fill out the paperwork, because what I can do is I can get those students on free and reduced, even if it's just reduced lunch, Mm -hmm. free college classes. So an example um, this year I have is two students taking intro to teaching class. completely free and they get to class and I'm like oh I'm so proud of you let's go they went and got their IDs they're just rocking it and they're like uh Mrs. Watson we needed this book and I'm like darn it I forgot about the book it's okay I'm going on Amazon I'll get you the book I email mm-hmm. the professor like no problem I got the book so I get them the book and they come in about a week later oh we're loving class but Mrs. Watson we need background checks oh, okay we need background checks all right um all right, come in and mm-hmm. it's not cheap to get a background check mm-hmm. I mean I think it's like 75 bucks so get these kids background checks oh to get background checks you have to have government ids some of them don't have government ids and drivers oh well let's go down to the dmv you know i mean right there's a lot of hoops yeah. to jump and they need supportive adults and people who mm-hmm. can help them get those and right. and that's sometimes like where my heart's big like oh maybe i can help with more of that to get yeah. more kids into um i'm sure health professions is kind of similar mm-hmm. in such a shortage there's a lot of hoops to jump to be able to, and 
for for a lot of people, it's like, oh, why wouldn't they have that stuff when they're 18? I mean, but our yeah. kids come from a full gamut of um, experiences and families and um, some of them in foster care. And so um, that was my interesting story about trying to help some people get into teaching. It's like, oh, there are a lot of hoops to jump. And there's a lot of people out there who would love to do it later in life that just don't have the right hours and they're not very flexible with taking them. Mm-hmm. I'm variety showing it up here now. Mrs. Watson's vent about why there are not enough teachers. Uh, I, I, I just want to jump on the bandwagon and go yeah. with you on this. Because then, unfortunately, then there's there's um, stories in the news of people in the education field that took advantage of oh, youth. And it just... crazy. It's like, you know, if, if jumping through hoops would prevent those people from getting in the right. field, then I'm all for it and, it's, and the pain is worth it. But um, one thing that I noticed that they're doing with the, the young students who are going into education is they're trying to get them in the classroom to do observation yep. far earlier in their college career. And we have some of those coming over too. So yep. Why they need the background checks yeah. right away. Because they're, they're going to be yep. yeah, in classrooms with students and, and you run into confidentiality with testing and mm-hmm. test scores and you bet. Those, that information as well. So I kind of get the hoop piece a little bit yeah. just because of the stories in the news and, and, and that and I'm all for it there, but you're right. It's not. Uh, um, it, it, there's just always something more, and and I know you've been you've paid out of pocket to help these kids out, and and will continue to help kids out because you know one thing that we that just irks me is um, we don't have enough like um, minorities that are going into education for uh, us locally. And I don't know if I can speak yes. for the the state, um, but, but that would. Our kids need, we need variety. You we know, if do. we're a variety show, we need a variety of people, a Absolutely. variety of towns, a variety of class offerings, mm-hmm. um, a variety of activities. Um, you know, we need to provide our students with as much as we can across the board, across the full uh, spectrum. And um, yeah, so anyways, if we can figure out a way to support um, people who are going into the yep. field and, and if we could have some kind of a vetting process or something where we are in the building, you know, maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe somehow the colleges can use staff that are in the high schools to to judge whether these students are know, good candidates right? for going in, or we I get know. some input in. So, but anyways, uh, hey, math and science op- or math and English opening at Shattered High School. You know someone? Yeah, have them apply. We're a lot of fun. We'll only make them sing one song in front of the school auditorium. You know, yeah, you're just um, required to sing on the first podcast. Yeah, the, yep, they have to be you know? go live yeah, a dozen yeah. times Easy. and um, embarrass themselves in front of the whole town. Yeah, like we do yeah. weekly. And hand so. out your social security, or not social security, that was silly, <laughs> your social media accounts so that we can make sure that students are harassing you on snow days. Snow days, yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to decide the first three yeah. snow days whether we have them or not, and then be held accountable right. on Facebook for those. <laughs> right. So good luck to those new teachers. No, we're a lot of fun. Send us yep. teachers. Um, what else? Scheduling. Pay attention to the stuff yeah. coming home. Have good yeah. conversations if parents are out here. Groundhog Day, that was good news. Well, no, There's it's supposed to be snowing spring. now. I know. You go from Groundhog Day, like, oh, spring's coming sooner. Oh, no. And the next day, it's like you go from mid-50s or 60-degree, whatever it was. I was out of town that weekend, and and at the same time is the winter weather advisory. I think I'm going to be in a parka and a oh. face mask for this virus. Oh, yeah, you got the coronavirus, I got too. Bo- I, got, I got both covered, my parka think, and my I face mask. I think the flu still leads the coronavirus and, and illnesses and deaths. Good. That's it's good. I'm going to turn good. into Howie Mandel where I don't shake yeah. hands or hug or anything. Although I kind of disagree with that philosophy because, you know, a little dirt don't hurt in my life. 
Ask the students. They'll tell you what Mr. Bradley tells them what in the science classes. You, you got to get tough. You've got to <laughs> you've got to get some diseases and stuff in your system to build immunity. There's only one way to build immunity, and that's getting restrops it. Getting yep. some bug. One, two, put in your mouth and choo choo, girl. Yep. <laughs> there's, no, there's no five second rule in my Eat own. Eat a little dirt. It'll, a little dirt won't hurt. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we will just be over here looking for teachers, scheduling students, um, solving problems, mm-hmm. not singing, not dancing. That's not our our niche in the variety show. But we will be back next week, and I hope you'll be here with me. We don't really know. Yeah, we'll be back. We, we'll get into scheduling ne- next week, and I, I'm sure I'll touch on it again mm-hmm. because I'll have juniors kind of started and, and through right. the process. Um, other than that, we're getting close to Kiwanis program, honors night, graduation in the spring. I know it's mm-hmm. still a ways away, but it feels close to us because we know how fast. The spring's going to go. And in the next three or four weeks, it's the winter sports yep. sports for me. It's like district, sub, sub-district, districts, um, state competitions. I got to go. That's where I was out of town this last weekend. I got Our to go stud. to York, Nebraska yes. for the Paige Dinky show. She's so – I just like all the little girls that look up oh, to that young lady. Like she is it, one of the most popular female wrestlers in the state. Absolutely. I mean, there were – and I got to see that firsthand. And then, granted, I've watched her wrestle in, in you know our, our kids this year. But Paige, I, I don't know if it's because we're so far out west that it's a novelty thing. But they know, and, and I think last year at District, she was signing autographs. Yes. Where moms would bring their little girls up and, and ask Paige to sign. Um, I know Paige, I'm telling you, I did not speak to Paige for an hour after the championship match. She was so angry mm-hmm. and wanted just to go back on the mat. Um, she she had high hopes, and she took a state runner-up last week at She's the first so ever girls' state wrestling tournament. So proud of her. Just you know, I told her I'm just riding her shirt tails absolutely just being a fan me too um, Big and fan. she's just opening doors left and right so well, you should we had see a couple how, other panhandle girls yeah. um there as well you should see how many little girls little yeah. kids are wrestling now in the youth programs yeah. i mean our, honestly let's just say because of because Paige, of Paige. Yep. so so she, proud of her so talented and i i've like it was when you put that on live on Facebook and I could see how many viewers and like mm-hmm. how many just like from all over, like people are following her from all right. over. So, and her season's not done. That was just a yeah, part of it. We so. still got, uh, I think they have a dual tournament mm-hmm. and then it'll be district wrestling. That'll be one of the first winter sports that kind of mm-hmm. gets to, to cranking it up and, and their state tournament before we get into the girls basketball followed by boys basketball mm-hmm. and then speech um, will follow shortly after. So they're all yeah. killing it. They're doing great. Yeah. All it's right. busy. It's busy. We're busy. You guys are busy. Um, email us if you have anything. And this was all over the place. I don't know mm-hmm. how we got from the coronavirus to teacher shortage, but I loved it. Snow days. All right. I'm Lonnie Watson. I'm Jerry Mack. Cardinal Cast. We'll be back next week. See you guys.